Veteran Initiatives, the Commander-in-Chief announces steps to improve the mental health of the military. Homeless drop. New numbers show a positive gain in another fight closer to home. Self-portrait. Former service members suffering from post-traumatic stress are expressing themselves through art. Welcome to DoD News Now. I'm Petty Officer Lori Bent. During a speech at the American Legion's 96th National Convention in Charlotte, North Carolina, Commander-in-Chief Barack Obama announced 19 new executive actions by the Departments of Veterans Affairs and Defense aimed at improving the mental health of service members, veterans, and families. The president said improving veteran care is a top priority. When your country needed you most, you stepped forward. You raised your right hand, you swore a solemn oath, you put on that uniform and earned the title you carry to this day, whether soldier, sailor, airman, marine, coast guardsman. Among you are proud veterans of World War II, of Korea, of Vietnam, of Desert Storm and the Balkans, and our newest veterans from Iraq and Afghanistan. Those actions include making sure all exiting service members are automatically enrolled in the in-transition program and also a revision of the VA's prescription drug policy. The U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs, in connection with several other federal agencies, announced today that the number of homeless veterans has dropped. Data collected in January 2014 shows there were 49,933 homeless veterans in America. That's a decline of 33% since 2010. This includes a nearly 40% drop in the number of veterans sleeping on the street. Veterans who suffer with post-traumatic stress often report feeling somewhat trapped in crowds in need of an escape route at all times. All the more interesting that an art exhibit featuring the work of veterans was recently shown at a former prison. The exhibit called Look at Me, How Veterans See Themselves was designed to give the community a closer look at the American service member. Master Sergeant Lisa Carlson reports. Every ninth night, I would have this ritual where I would just have a party with myself. And every 10th night, Sergeant First Class Willie Young would finally rest. It was prescribed sleep, required by the sedatives delivered at Walter Reed. After the military police officer had been awake for yet another nine days. I mean, as an insomniac, you, you kind of have to figure out things to do when no one else is awake. Sometimes it would be, um, I'd have a dance party, I'd turn on music and I would dance all night long. On one ninth night, he picked up his camera. The results were never meant to be seen. One of the worst parts about the condition of, of insomnia and PTSD is that there's an associated depression with it. Everyone thinks that, that it must be so sad or you must be so uncomfortable, so miserable living like that. And I wanted to be the opposite of that. Insomnia is common among PTSD sufferers. Young's is particularly severe, the result of hypervigilance. He says his job made him feel responsible for people all the time. He was also the victim of an IED explosion in Afghanistan. I feel like something or someone is coming after me or coming to get me. And if I'm not awake or I'm not prepared, then that person is going to get the drop on me or, or is going to get 
the edge on me, and I, and I feel like I need to be, be ready at all times. He's currently medicated, and he practices yoga and meditation. Nothing worked as well as his service dog, appropriately named Dozer. The dog was able to serve as a warning system, and the dog was able to serve as a detection system for me, so I didn't have to be on alert for so long and for, and for so much. Young's photography is also therapeutic. It landed him a whole room at the Workhouse Arts Center, formerly known as the Lorton Reformatory. Of course, we started off as a federal prison. Um, the idea being it was self-improvement through working hard. Um, at that point, um, people were first forced to be here. Now people choose to be here. Some of the artwork in the exhibit is graphic. Others are more reflective. Each is authentic. It's very much a statement, a request, a question, a demand of the service members and the veterans of the general community to look at me and express themselves and show who they really are. Rena Shaw was a JAG when she was injured in Iraq. Her brain swelled and she lost memory. She spent years recovering, but never enough to go back to practicing law. Kind of just felt like my life had disappeared and everything I knew about me as a person had kind of fallen away. Art therapy has been a big part of her rehab. It was kind of my creation. If I hated it, I could destroy it or repaint over it. Um, so it just kind of gave me something that was mine that I didn't feel like I was failing at. But for the first year, she didn't show her work. She has two pieces in this exhibit. One is made of burlap. The fact that it has holes in it was kind of the fact that it's kind of coming back together. And so it's a, it's a model of my face. Um, and um, this year I got remarried. I um, only go to the hospital twice a week as opposed to five times. I feel like I've kind of started to figure out life again. Be sure to check out the DoD Facebook page to meet one scientist who is using nanostructured materials to help power the military. Watch for us also on Twitter. I'm Petty Officer Lori Benz. Keep it right here for the latest in DoD news.